You're listening to Rama for Today. I've seen it. You want it. Now you just keep on preaching healing, emphasizing healing, and the devil will put sickness on you. Well, I thought to myself, I mean, the devil put sickness on you. He had enough sense to know where it came from, <laughs> but didn't have much sense beyond that. See, he won't like it. The devil won't like it because you're preaching to him. I know he won't like it. Sure, he won't like it. So then you better back off. Now, he wasn't the only one. I just kept plugging it away, just kept saying it. I mean, just kept preaching it, just kept preaching it. Just kept preaching Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his classic teaching, Confession. You don't want to miss this powerful teaching. Also, later in this program, I'll tell you about this month's special offer. Right now, here's Brother Hagan with today's teaching. Faith demands expression in testimony. Testimony is a part of the faith life. That's one reason that we used to in Pentecostal circles, and I first came over in Pentecostal churches way back in 1937. You know, they, 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 in those days, they'd have a testimony meeting every time we went to church. And, and, and it was good and very profitable. Now, some of us didn't know what to do with it, uh, and, and it changed and became unprofitable, so we quit it. But what we should have done was kept it channeled in the right direction. See, that's, that's, that's what we should have done, and, and we didn't do it. Now, if you want to develop a robust faith, and you do, don't you? Then continually tell what the Lord's doing for you. Whether it's a public testimony, whether it's just testifying to your neighbor, your friend, to one another, continually, see, hold fast, you confess, continue to tell them what the Lord's doing. Now, did you ever, did you ever, you ever notice that, submit, I mean, good people, don't misunderstand me. Fine people, born again, spirit-filled. So many of their testimonies glorify the devil more than they do God. They're constantly telling what the devils are doing for them. Or what he has done or what he's going to do. You know, I made mention yesterday about preaching here in the Los Angeles area. And flu epidemic came. The headline, Los Angeles Times, 1957, said, the fall 1957, two million people in Los Angeles area have the Asian flu. You know, and saw crowds dwindle down to nothing. You know, building was full at nighttime and good crowd in the daytime to teach at 10 o'clock. Nighttime, I sat on the platform counters, 40 people, counting me and my wife. You know, people either afraid to come or else they got the flu. Both football teams over in uh, West Covina, two high schools there at that time, 57, I don't know how many is there now, canceled their football game on Friday night because, you know, one squad, everybody had the flu, the other and everybody but two had the flu. And in one of my day services, there's six of us out. I was there, the pastor was there. Two other visiting pastors was there, and then two other people. So I just went ahead and gave Bible lessons, just like this big crowd there. Then we four preachers standing around talking. And of course, that's on everybody's lips. That's what all they're talking about. 
See, the first place, don't ever talk about those things. You know, I might make momentary reference, but I mean just continue to talk about what the devil's doing. So one of them said to me, aren't you afraid? That's all they're talking about. I just didn't say anything, just stood there. Said, aren't you afraid you'll get the Asian flu? I said, no, I don't mind telling you, I'll never have it. <laughs> don't mind telling you, I'll never have it. See, now that's my testimony. That's what I believe. I don't mind telling you, I'll never have the Asian flu. The pastor stepped up and whispered in my ear. Said, I wouldn't say anything like that for anything or whispered. I said, why? They stepped up and whispered again. Don't you know the devil will hear you? Now, see, they just got through telling me the devil's got power. Oh, he's powerful. You know, I'm convinced that in most Christians, even with the charismatics, that the devil's about this high and God's about that high. He's a little bitty scrawny fella. No, I'll tell you, bless God, I believe it's the other way around. I believe God's higher than you can reach, higher than the heavens. And the devil's down here. He's not very big. Because God, through Jesus Christ, has reduced him to size. But see, folks are afraid. Why? Well, I wouldn't say I'd be afraid to say a thing like that. Don't you know the devil will hear you? I remember I came over from among the Baptists. Okay? Got, got healed. Preaching healing. You know what I mean? After I was healed, you see... I began to see all the scripture in there. I, I just healed by praying the prayer of faith for myself. But scripture in there, lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. Any sick among them, call the elder church, let them anoint them with oil. I knew it was referring there in the Bible days to olive oil. So I got my little bottle of olive oil. And as a Baptist born preacher, I'd anoint folks with oil. It was sick. See, lay hands on them, saw them healed. Well, then I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And it came over among the Pentecostal, full gospel. And, and, and their four fundamental truths was, you know, Jesus the Savior, Jesus the baptized in the Holy Ghost, Jesus the healer, Jesus the soon coming king. Praise God, he is coming again, isn't he? See? Well, I just preached divine healing like I always had. See? So, well, glory to God, they believe it because, you know, they're, a, you know, they say so on paper, you know. And one of the main leaders called me off and said, now, now you want to be careful. Well, now, you know, I'm going to listen. I'm new here. You know what? Be careful. Be careful about what? Well, preaching so much divine healing. You all have to mention the case name. But I'll tell you what. Now, I've seen it. And you watch it. Now, you just keep on preaching healing, emphasizing the healing, and the devil will put sickness on you. Hmm. <laughs> That's what he said. Yes, sir. Well, I thought to myself, I mean it. The devil will put sickness on you. He had enough sense to know where it came from. <laughs> but didn't have much sense beyond that. See, he won't like it. The devil won't like it because you're preaching. To I know he won't like it. Sure he won't like it. So then you better back off. Now, he wasn't the only one. I just kept plugging it away. Just kept saying it. I mean, just kept preaching it. Just kept preaching it. Just kept preaching it. And others talked to me. Sometimes the leaders of the movement. Uh, you, you're just a little too strong on this healing bit. Well, I said, is it so or is it not so? Well, yeah, yeah, all right, the Lord does heal, all right, yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you what, I've seen it with others. You just keep putting the emphasis on that healing and the devil will put something on you. 
and you'll wind up incapacitated. Well, now, you see, you'd have natural. You're just a young man. I mean, I'm just, I'm just in my early 20s, you see. First fellow said that to me. I wasn't over 20 years old. Well, it's, it's easy to back off then if you're not careful, especially when your elders are saying some things, you know. But no, I refuse to do it. Bless God, I'm like Paul. I said, I said that's brought me through many a hard place. You see, you think I'm thinking about just maybe a, a financial hardship. Well, it has. But I mean, this is a hard place. I said, wherefore, sirs, I believe God. That it shall be even as it was told me. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And just stayed with it. Stayed with it. Stayed with it. Wherefore, sirs, I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me. Now, so many times, though, Christian people, you see, uh, I, I don't think they know what they're doing or they wouldn't do it. But really, they'll brag on the devil more than the will of God. See, back there, we used to have those testimony meetings. One reason we cut them out. People got up to telling hard luck stories. <laughs> well, that wasn't something the Lord did, was it? And, and, and if they got started, I learned right away, you see, after I got over among the Pentecostals, that if somebody got up and they started the testimony meeting in that direction by telling a hard luck story, everybody would go that way and try to top it. And time you got to the second or third and I'd just get up and stand up and say this all lift our hands and praise God and just start the service in another direction. Because that's not magnifying the Lord or glorifying the Lord. That's not testifying of what the Lord's doing, see. Testify what the Lord's done. Don't testify or, or confess what your physical senses tell you or how bad you're feeling. Are you listening to me now? Testimony... And, and, and confession is testimony. You see, after all, let me repeat it now. When Paul made his confession there, he's testifying, I belong to the Lord. I serve the Lord. I believe God that it'll be even as it was told me. He's testifying. He believes God, isn't he? At the same time, he's confessing it, see? All right. Now, if you want to develop a robust faith, continually tell what the Lord's doing for you. See to it that you do. I remember on one occasion, there I was holding a meeting after I left my last church in a church that I had pastored some years before. And one night before the service started, uh, a lady of that congregation said to me, Brother Hagin, you remember my daughter, Eileen? See, I'd pastored there over a four-year period. I said, oh, yes, I, I think in that four years she came to church one time. I remembered her, though I'd met her more than on other occasions, you see, other than just that one time she came to church. Well, she said, uh, of course, you know, she, years ago, she knew the Lord. She hadn't been in church, you know, for years, what we call backslid. But she said uh, she had a tumor. They were going to operate on her for this tumor. They got her in the hospital, you know, to prepare and to get her ready, you know, and of course they take blood tests and all, and they found out she was a diabetic. Very, very severe case. Well, they can't operate on her until they get her blood in a certain condition. And, and, uh, but in the meantime, she's gone into a coma. I just got a telephone call. She's gone into a coma. And uh, the doctors say that she'll never recover. She'll never come out of it. Now, I'm going there immediately. She handed me a lady's handkerchief. said, would you lay hands on this handkerchief? See, she, she uh, 
uh, stopped me in the churchyard, you know, before I got inside. Would you lay hands on this handkerchief? And I'm going to go right now. I won't even be in the service tonight. I'm going right now. From where we were, you see, up above Dallas, 45 miles from Dallas to San Antonio, Texas. And, and, uh, and, and I'm going to leave that handkerchief on her. Well, that dear lady, I'm there just standing in the churchyard or parking lot. I laid that handkerchief, took that handkerchief, laid hands upon it, and prayed in faith. Now, see, then I wasn't anointed with the Spirit. But see, you can do the same thing in faith. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer, the Confession Package. This package consists of the book by Ken Hagen entitled, I Will Not Be Defeated and I Will Not Quit. The next resource in this package is Kenneth E. Hagen's four-CD series entitled, Confession Series. These great resources are at the special price of $24.95. That's $18 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. For you in the Oklahoma City area, don't forget... Northwest Expressway. 8921 Northwest Expressway. Bible Church, Oklahoma City. Come on out and be with us on Sunday. Enjoy the weekend and come and yes. enjoy Sunday night, Sunday morning on Sunday night at 6 p.m. That's right. Monday, Ken Hagen will start a new and exciting teaching. That's next week here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagen. We're looking forward to you being with us next week. Have a great weekend.